Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast. It's Quincy and Ron and Cheryl are here. Today's topic is going to be based around uh, some YouTube videos that I found the other day from a YouTube um, vlogger. Uh, his name is Z-Dog MD. He's a, a physician who used to practice as a hospitalist out in California, I believe. But he uh, does Nevada, I think. Nevada. Thank you. Yeah. And he does a lot of uh, thoughts and perspectives on the pandemic and other things and medical, and he makes some funny videos. He's got a really great Doc Vader set of vari- videos, which are hilarious. If mm-hmm. you have a chance, watch them. But beware, it's a rabbit hole. You're going to be stuck watching videos forever. But they're hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was all YouTube. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> but you'll love it and you'll thank us for it. So he has some recent videos that I watched. One, it's called Natural Immunity is Real and Here's What the me- That Means. And then the other video that he talks about, um, I'm going to pull this up here on my phone as well. And it is called a, Like a Doctor Reacts to the Pandemic. And, and he, in the, in this video, he talks a lot about how, um, or he's, sorry, not pandemic, he's, he's opposed to mandates for the, for the COVID vaccine. And he, he goes a lot about how it's polarizing. It pushes people away from, from who aren't going to get it anyways, who aren't going to do it anyways. And he's a firm believer in the vaccine. He feels very strongly that it is very helpful for certain individuals. He also is a firm believer in natural immunity, that people who have had COVID are, do have an underlying benefit, and they're not talking enough about that. There's also a discussion about how the people who maybe have, um, who get COVID, who have some underlying health issues, right? Um, where was I going with this? I'm trying to think through where we were at. We were having a good dis- rallying discussion before our podcast. Um, but basically, his idea was that um, not necessarily is the vaccine going to be for everybody, right? That there are certain people, and in the booster, he feels like that that's being pushed through as well. That shouldn't be, it's not needed for everybody. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? What are, your, what are your takes on this? I can keep going for a while on this one, but. Okay, so my opinion is I'm 100% pro-vaccine. Okay. I do not agree with the mandate. Okay, why? I think similar to um, the, the, the Z-Dog that you're referencing, um, th- there's people who, one, should not be getting the vaccine or are unable to get the vaccine, and it's a personal right. Okay, okay. So big, we'll throw the politics Yeah, throw, yeah. Uh, throw that gauntlet down in there. Well, I think the, man- the mandate's horrible, but the idea that we've discovered or created this vaccine that can help, don't get me wrong, However, it's not for everybody. And unfortunately, now we're making it more political. Oh, you have your card. You can come. It's like you're black. You can't. White, you can. We're getting political about all these different aspects. We're not looking at the metabolic health aspect or looking at the person's health. We're putting all these other political aspects as part of these issues. Is, Is it helpful? Yes, for the right people. Somebody who is diabetic, who's obese, who has blood pressure issues, who has underlying health issues, can the vaccine help prevent or eliminate or decrease their, the effect of COVID? Yes. But should somebody who is younger, who is healthy, who has no underlying health issues, why should they get vaccinated? We don't know the long-term effects of this vaccine. True. But we, I think we have enough information in the way that it was built and the way that we were able to mass produce it to know that it's relatively safe. The problem is the technology, which is great, don't get me wrong, 
but how we did it, we haven't seen long-term effects. We think it is. We haven't done studies long-term to see because we think things are happening. What's really going to happen with that mRNA, how it's affecting the, the body and our genetic aspect, we don't know the long-term effects of that. But we do know the long-term effects of COVID, at least the short-term effects, lead to death. Oh, yeah, they can. And, and so we need, we need something to fight with, and yeah. that vaccine is what gives us that opportunity. Again, for the right people, yes, I think it's a great thing. Don't get me wrong. I think the vaccine's great if you fit into that category. If you're above 65, if you have those health risks, I'm an advocate. Patients come in and ask me, if you're not doing anything to help improve your metabolic health, yes, get it. But if you're improving your metabolic health and you're concerned about it, and you've already had it, why go get the vaccine? Especially if, when we're talking about if you've had it, great. If you haven't and you're concerned, again, we're dividing people too much. We should be giving them information of the benefits of it, but not making it mandatory. Agreed. It shouldn't be mandatory. But I do think there is there's a benefit of getting the vast majority of the people mm -hmm. vaccinated for well, sure. Well, that's, but said, the people that you you're said marking, the mass majority, that's yeah. part But that's of it. like only if you're over 65 or if you have metabolic health issues, if you're obese and you're not willing to work on it, you should be getting the vaccine. If you're fit into that category, you should at least definitely consider, because again, we shouldn't mandate it and make people do these things. And studies have also, again, that's the difficult part with all this is you can find studies one way or the other, but the more we're being exposed to it, basically this is like getting a bad flu. Nobody's mandating getting the flu shot. We recommend it on a regular basis, but we're not mandating, oh, you can't come to this office unless you've had your, your vaccine, your flu vaccine, or you can't go to a sporting event unless you've had your vaccine, or you can't play a sport unless you've had your routine flu vaccine, but we're doing that for COVID. I guess just from the nursing prof profession, and I think of my last 20 years in nursing, I've always had to have the flu vaccine and all of my vaccines in order to practice. I don't know why this is any different. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm a big advocate. If you're frontline, that nursing in the ER, in the hospitals, you're being exposed to people on a regular basis. Yes. Very rarely do I get a really sick person coming into my office because they're usually not showing up because they're concerned. So I'm not doing urgent care. My risk factor is a lot less than if I was doing urgent care. That's totally different. So bottom line, we are pro-vaccine. We're against the mandate. Yes. I think and, that's where we agree. And I think you should make a good decision for yourself and having the discussion with multiple different health factor or health providers because get different perspective. Unfortunately, if, at least in my opinion, a lot of doctors are pro vaccine or have to, everybody has to vaccine because that's their only defense mechanism that they think of. We're not mm -hmm. talking about improving your metabolic health. Nobody's saying you need to exercise more. You need to stop eating so much fast food. You need to be getting better quality sleep and having your sun exposure to help increase your metabolic or decrease your metabolic risk factors. We're not telling people to do that. We're saying, go get your vaccine. So you've kind of gone and started talking about a topic that I wanted to ask. That was my next question was metabolic health and how does it relate to if I'm, uh, um, 
if I'm an individual trying to decide if I should get vaccinated or not, or, or where I'm at with that process, what should metabolic health, how should that be factored into that whole decision? As medical professionals, what are your takes on that? If you are metabolically unhealthy, you're obese, diabetes, high blood pressure, and the list goes on. And you don't have to be overweight, right? No, no. You you can have be completely uh, metabolically unstable and have a normal weight. Okay. So metabolically unstable. Okay, so if you're that. If you're that, then you are more likely to suffer severe complications of COVID. Yes. So the recommendation would be to get the vaccine. Yes. Because unless unless you're doing something about changing that. If you've been working on this with us or with other providers to help improve that and your A1C is improving. It might not be back into the normal range, but your A1C is improving. Your blood pressure is improving. Your visceral fat's improving. Theoretically, you're helping improve your your immune system that might be as adequate some of this. I'm not saying make the decisions by based off this. Because you probably um, want to talk to your healthcare practitioner with that situation, right? Because if you're in the beginning stages and you're seeing changes, but you still have a lot of the health concerns, there's also a lifetime of your body being in a certain state met- metabolically. It's going to take a moment to recover. Exactly. And okay. COVID long haulers is an issue right now. Okay. And you're seeing throughout the country these little clinics pop up that are specifically designed for long haulers. Yeah. Because the complications suck. You've got fatigue, lightheadedness, this dizziness that people are experiencing. Respiratory issues as right. well. Right. Yes. They're losing complete sense of their taste and smell. Yes. Like these symptoms There's are- There's Facebook groups out yeah, there for them. For I know the family practice doctors I work with, they have patients that they're working with. I think it's so critical and we can't overemphasize this enough that you need to talk to your healthcare provider, okay. whether it's a PA, an MP, uh, an MD, you need to talk to them because if you look at it, you're, we're all in, in the, this group where we're being thrown information from every single different angle. And like Dr. Rigby said, you can piece that and pull it apart to make it look like what you want it to look like. But we as medical providers are trained to sift through the information. Okay. That's our job is to sift through the information and find the appropriate treatment and recommendations. So I just can't overemphasize enough. Talk to your healthcare provider. And also, I think something else that I'm hearing from you guys as well is if you're in that situation where you're metabolically unhealthy, strongly consider the vaccination, exactly. but also strongly consider metabolic changes in your lifestyle. Absolutely. Exactly. I don't see why we can't do both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can definitely do both, but you definitely need to be doing something about it. But again, my big, I guess my biggest thing is don't feel like you have to, that was your only option. Vaccine we're, or not vaccine. That's exactly. it. Okay. We're, we're, we're trying to make it so, and unfortunately, going back to what Cheryl says, is having that discussion with your provider to make those decisions, what's best for you, not a mandate that it comes across and says, everybody should do this and we should be shaming people who don't have it because we can't go around and have the discussion, oh, you're on diabetic medications and you've got this. We don't talk about, and unfortunately we hear it in the news, like, oh, a 39-year-old male dies of COVID. We don't know anything else about his history. We don't know if he was a diabetic, obese, hypertension, morbidly obese. Uh, what was his binge eating issues like? What was his cholesterol like? What was? We don't know any of that, and they're not allowed to tell us that. Mm-hmm. But we're going, see, a 39-year-old male dies of COVID. Everybody should get it. No, let's dig into their metabolic health and make better choices for ourselves. I, I agree. Improve your metabolic health and improve your chances of overall 
living a healthier lifestyle. And that's been hard with the pandemic and the shutdown that we had, right? Where mm-hmm. because people were stuck inside and they were not doing all the exercising mm-hmm. and they're probably stress eating went through the roof. So they were probably going out to eat DoorDash and Uber and all, I mean, all those other mm-hmm. options for food, takeout was able to come straight to them. So right. we shut down gyms. We told them not to be active. We shut down parks. We wanted to have, you were supposed to do anything you were supposed to wear in a mask. And then we make it cheaper to deliver fast food crap to your house on a regular basis. And also the social interaction, right? Because of the pillars, we talked about stress management. So yes. stress was through the roof too. And that also leads to metabolic issues, which exactly. puts you at a greater risk for health issues. Right. And exactly. sickness so and disease. Again, and Nobody's talking about that aspect. It's all about avoiding everybody, eat whenever you can, and then put a Band-Aid on it. Okay. Things this to is, think about. This is the good, yes, exactly. And I think this has been a good discussion. You guys can see it's a very complicated, very nuanced situation. There's a lot of on both sides of, of, of the situation, but I think it's beneficial for you guys to, to hear our thoughts and, and what we talked about. So thanks. Thanks for joining us on the Why Wait Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this episode and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group. The name of the group is Community of People Elevating Their Mind and Body to Lose Weight. Or you can search for our Facebook page, Why Way Elevate, and our group is linked on that page. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that you think would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you could leave us a review. It really helps others hear about this podcast, and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you.